1: It's time to come down from your Halloween sugar high and tune into the Chad and Cheese podcast, HR's Most Dangerous. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's episode, Facebook is launching, Google is protesting, and Handshake is raising. Gotta stay tuned to know what the hell we're talking about. Grab a Kit Kat and relax to the sweet sounds of this Sovereign ad.
2: Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology, comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job. And just as importantly, the jobs fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N. Dot com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign software, so human, you'll want to take it to dinner.
1: I already do. <laughs> 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 Chad, I'm a, I'm a little bit scared for the future. Um, last night, Halloween, as you know, uh-huh. um, I'm sure you had trick or treaters. Yeah. You were doing the whole thing, like I was. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, the 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 costumes were pretty weak by the uh, the teen and preteens that came to the uh, the door. There was sort of an entitlement, like just give me candy, uh-huh. you know. Like I might I might throw on a, a baseball cap, or you know, maybe I'll throw on some boots to look sort of like a cowboy. But I was really unimpressed, and I I feel like this is millennial 2.0 that we're getting ready to see uh, if if Halloween is any indication from what I saw last night.
0: Our kids went all out. I mean, we full body suits. I mean, the blood in some cases. So yeah, I mean, it was rainy down here. So yeah, yeah, anybody who was coming out, I mean, they also wanted to go the extra effort to
1: be able to get the candy, right? So it's because it's because you live in Mayberry and uh, Uncle Jed and Ed Clampett come over and uh, in their outfits. So yeah, you're, you're small town America, dude. Yep. I'm big city urban area up here, up in, uh, the big city. So yeah, maybe that's, that's the, uh, the problem. All right, let's get to shout outs. Lazy kids. We're moving beyond Halloween. We're going into November yeah. and it, it feels like Christmas in my house, dude. I've got major shout outs, uh, to link up. Yeah. Particularly their CEO, Toby, uh, Sasquatch Dayton, <laughs> Uh, we call him Sasquatch because no one ever sees him, and we f- we finally <laughs> saw him in New Orleans. So a, sash, a Sasquatch T-shirt was part of my goodie bag as well as a little bit of uh, refreshment. Refreshing beverages. Um, and also, Judge, uh, the shred sponsor. By the way, if you're not listening to the shred, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, these are great little appetizers of news <laughs> done only how Chad and I do them. Uh, so, shout out to Judge and, uh, and Link up for some great goodie bags, making it feel like Christmas already.
0: Yeah, you have to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts to to be able to get the shred. It's not just something that we're going to throw out there all the time. So if you're not getting the shred, that's because you haven't subscribed to the chad and cheese podcast what the fuck is your problem there's a velvet
1: rope because it's so valuable yeah
0: and it's free by the way um so <laughs> ty abernathy ceo of grayscale and gretchen linlau of uh quad graphics both fans of the show big time shout out thanks for thanks for listening guys
1: yeah i think that's two weeks in a row for ty abernathy no, he's uh, he's doing all the right things for us <laughs> um higher conf yes Hiring Solves uh, annual conference is going on next week in New York. You and I will be doing something. Um, as anyone who knows Jeremy Roberts knows, it's it's it feels like it's this the seat of your pants, but it all comes together at the end. <laughs> um, whatever we will be doing there will be awesome. Uh, November 7th and 8th in New York. Come check it out. It's only $250 to get into this bad boy if, you go to
0: chadcheese.com, you click on the banner, and it automatically has the discount code in it. If you do go to Eventbrite, just use Chad Cheese, and that is the 50% off discount code. So we'll be live on stage. And uh, it should be a blast.
1: I mean, come on, 250 in New York. That's what you pay for lunch. Like just yeah, just uh, get on the seat cushions there of your studio apartment and get 250 and show up. Yeah.
0: so Jared, I think it's Glubin, is it Globin? Glubin over at uh, Zip recruiter. Uh, yeah, fan of the show. He, uh, he, he nearly caught me on the wrong day though. sorry, Jared. Um, uh, but it was Monday, so you should know better. You get snarky with me, the snark's going to come back. There's no question. Uh, Bill Borman, (laughs) dude, thanks for sharing this fantastic t shirt. Uh, and and here's what
1: it said Don't blame the foreigners. You were shit at your job. (laughs) Bill is the quintessential, uh, English snarky, self deprecating, uh, person. And, uh, I haven't, it's been way too long since I've seen Bill. Uh, Hopefully I'll run into him soon. But yeah, he, he's well known for the, uh, the snark. Very nice. He could be on the show at some point. We need to start, you know, open our game on guests. I think (laughs) we've got great guests and they're all British. Like Hung Lee should be on, like, there should be a whole British, uh, British invasion of the Chad and cheese. podcast. Well,
0: I mean, Hung Lee is like, he can't get off a goddamn plane to do the podcast. That's the problem. The guy is everywhere. So Uh, Yeah. Nah. It Big shout out to Max Armbruster, the CEO of Talk Push, for uh, tweeting a response to last week's texting shower rant that Joel had. Um, <laughs> his, re- his response was, while regulators may struggle to protect SMS, as with email, from spammers, Facebook is equipped to fight them efficiently on Messenger and WhatsApp. So what he's saying is, his platform... Does't need that texting bullshit. They have messaging. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, can I, I I'm gonna back up on my rant, which totally stand by, but I got some pushback, and I, I just I want to make sure it's clear what I was talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I understand that po- politicians, don't have the same sort of laws that, that marketers have and people have, which is kind of bullshit, but that's its own little rant. Um, what I'm talking about is, you know, today um, I could get a, a, a Twilio account, set up a, a phone number to text people, plug in, you know, 100,000 phone numbers and text those numbers through that Twilio 10-digit phone number. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing currently that I'm aware of that can stop that from happening. And if it can happen, it probably is happening. It'll happen more. And I'm just saying like that needs to be addressed or else people are going to start freaking out because texts are going to be coming in at a, at a escalated rate for sure. Once that starts happening in mass, that's all. That, that That's all. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Max says, don't worry
0: about it if you use messenger.
1: And by the way, by the way, new, new legislation out of AT&T that you can't use shared short codes. So the, the companies that allow people to send, you know, like one number and have multiple clients send through that same short code, like AT&T apparently is starting to crack down on that. So I'd say even the, even the short code text messaging that we've seen. Yeah. Is under is under fire. So I'm just saying this whole space could blow up really fast if regulators and and phone companies, which phone companies like that, you're texting, right? Phone companies don't want texting to become email, and they're going to do everything they can to make sure it doesn't. Yeah,
0: but uh, unfortunately, the regulators don't self regulate, and they just do whatever the fuck they want to do, which is another reason why well, phone companies do.
1: Phone companies,
0: phone companies don't want oh. Spam texts. They're not the regulators overall, right? They're not. They can be regulated by government. That's what I'm saying. That's why the vote counts. Moving on. We'll get more into those rants. (laughs) Big shout out to the U.S. Army for continuing to be the most badass recruiting machine. (laughs) You're telling acquisition out there or you're a vendor and you're not reverse engineering the shit out of some of the major pipelining or branding methods that the U.S. Army has come up with over the 100 plus years they've been around, for God's sakes, um, you're stupid. Seriously, these guys are the best recruiting machine out there. And as we talk to clients, as I talk to to, to companies uh, daily, weekly, uh, it's amazing how many deer in the headlight looks I get when I start to kind of point Toward, hey, are you trying these pipeline methods? It's ridiculous. Look at what's happening out there. Look at the companies who are kicking ass and taking names and have
1: for over 100 years and try to mimic that shit, idiots. By the way, your recruiting better be good if part of the value proposition is you could die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to uh, our, our buddies at TA Tech who are launching TA Pros. Uh-huh. That's pros is in the writing Pros, not like pro football players. P-R-O-S-E. Um, apparently, this is going to be like a publishing arm of the organization. Um, yeah. So, shout out to them. We'll, we'll wait to see exactly what it is and what what uh, what's going to um, unveil from that. But we always love what TA Tech and, and the Weddles are doing. So, this is one more thing that they're uh, diving into. Yeah. And that being
0: said, if you haven't checked out Peter Weddle's new book, Circa... 2118. Uh, check it out. What Humans Will Do When Machines Take Over. We're going we're gonna to have him on the pod here in about a month or so, but uh, check out that book. It's pretty cool. My last shout out yep. is for beer. Yay! Yay. I told uh, this person, I would not say their name. beer. Um, <laughs> you can't anonymize to me. I can anonymize whatever I want. It's my fucking beer, but thanks for the beer. It always welcome guys. Audra. Thanks also for being a smart ass on Facebook and James Ellis, Um, dude, you've got to learn how to podcast better. That's not why That's one of the reasons why you're not getting beer,
1: man. For the record, I disclose my alcoholic, uh, gifting and people know that if I talk about the company or person that gives me alcohol, that that's disclosed. So way to go, Chad, way to hide and veil, uh, who, who's gifting you beer. That's great. This is a listener, not a company i bet they work for a company not one that sponsors the show but one we might talk about no they don't huh bullshit all right all right i'll i'll trust you man because we have a show together yes (laughs) i'm done with shout outs i'm ready to do the show let's do it all right you're big on the whole voting thing man I'm, i'm gonna let you just run with this okay so
0: how are we not all fucking big on this voting thing I mean, seriously, how how can we not be voter is someone anti-vote voter participation has been at a low 36% in recent years. And that often has to do with work life obligations. I mean, work is important, right? We need that paycheck. Um, managing kids and the normal routines before work and after work is important but and sometimes gets in the way so especially in these midterm types of elections they just don't seem to matter as much right because they're not presidential elections but they do matter not to mention our right to vote is pretty goddamn big when you take a look at it from a global standpoint but we don't we don't do it so I definitely wanted to take the time to say look we have early voting, not every state, but most sta- states have early voting. If you haven't voted yet and you don't want to be in the long lines on on voting day, do it now. Don't put down the podcast. Just take the
1: podcast with you and go vote now. You know, you and I are, are generally, um, I think, opposed to big government regulations and bureaucracy, but I think we're probably in agreement that like election day should be a national holiday. Yeah. Or there should be sh- there should be something to help motivate. Cause yeah, the, the latest the latest numbers I've seen is like forty eight percent of people don't vote. That's insane. It is because a lot of really good people died for us to be able to have the, the government and the country and the the world we live in. I know we're an, we're a US based show and people from everywhere listen, but um are they're, they're in similar, you know, situations as well. But yeah, man, make your voice heard. Um I mean, Donald Trump in aggregate Uh, you know, won by the skin of his teeth, and it made a huge difference. So, if you think that you don't matter, you probably do. Um, and this election is going to be a big one. So, get out there and vote. Companies, if you own a company, you know, let your folks, especially the small businesses that listen, you know, let your folks have some time to go vote. Like, don't pressure them. Um, you know, don't if you you can incentivize them or however. But voting is important. We wanted to get that word out. Uh, next Tuesday, go to the polls. Uh, do it. People are happier when they know the culture supports this type of
0: activity. I mean, that's all there is to it. It's it's, yep. pretty, it's pretty fucking simple, and this leads into
1: get woke, woke. yeah. <laughs> Either way, Get Woke is officially nerdy now because people like me know what it means. So (laughs) no no one's going to be saying Get Woke anymore, but we're going to say it because it seems to be a hot topic in employment and retention. Uh, New story out uh, last week. Yeah, I believe. Um, Basically, uh, how you feel as a company about the likes of Colin Kaepernick and uh, other such Socially responsible uh, folks and companies is really important thing. So let me read you some of the survey um, results here for you. So a whopping 62% and the survey uh, asked 500 business business professionals Mm -hmm. what they thought. So 62% said they would not work for an organization if they disagreed with their stated beliefs. 65% 65% said they wouldn't buy from a company if they disagreed with their stated of beliefs. Uh, a mere 5% stated that what an organization says about an issue would not influence their interest in working for them, which means 95% are interested in what a company says. Mm-hmm. And while most, 56% said their organization has not ever taken a public stance on a political or controversial social issue, 30% said that their organization has times they are changing. It's it's pretty amazing. I mean,
0: what you say matters as an organization and it's in when you say nothing, that matters as well. When we take a look at how you treat your employees how you actually have a message from a culture standpoint I know here in in Mayberry in Columbus Indiana um, where uh, Cummins engine company internationally is headquartered they have a big stance with regard to, uh, to to diversity overall and they they make it clear so when the state started taking stances against the LGBTQ community right Cummins, actually was a huge voice in saying, no, we will not stand for this as an organization, as a Corporation um, of people, you know, uh, this is something we won't stand for. And the entire community got behind them, uh, uh, as well as other companies like Salesforce. Uh, and uh, that meant something, you know that that, yeah. me, that that you know that makes you puff your chest out and believe in not just the country, but also the organization that you were affiliated with. I don't work for Cummins, but it makes me feel
1: good that they are are truly a part of this community. Yep. It reminds me of, uh, when we were, when we were younger and uh, a famous quote by Michael Jordan, uh, who would not get political when he played said Republicans buy shoes too. Mm -hmm. And that sentiment seems to be changing. Um, the likes of, you know, LeBron James and other stars are much more vocal than generations past. And I think it's time, it's getting to a time where companies are need needing to take stands on issues. Um, the Levi's uh, example of gun control, Mm -hmm. having statement about that, we've seen, uh, Silicon Valley companies talk about the immigration policies of the current, um, current, uh, office and, uh, If you're not seeing it externally into government policies, you're seeing it internally. And this week, um, more than 200 Google engineers uh, are apparently planning a, quote, women's walk uh, where they will walk out in protest of the company's alleged protection of executives accused of sexual misconduct. This is uh, according to BuzzFeed sources. Mm -hmm. Um, An internal message board indicates the group plans to walk out on Thursday, which is the day of this recording so we'll see we'll see what happens talk about it next week maybe um this was big in, re- in response to uh executive andy rubin uh who was given apparently 90 million dollars uh in an exit package after an investigation found uh allegations against him credible on the sexual harassment front so if you're not handling stuff externally it's gonna it's gonna handle itself internally um, if you're not um being more responsible and more I guess, less tone deaf with social issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question. Not to mention
0: from the standpoint of trying to actually hire, let's say, more female engineers. How do you think this impacts that endeavor? I mean, it's going to negatively impact it. No question. So, you know, as Google is probably already having issues in that area, trying to hire uh, female engineers or or really any types of, uh, of employees, they're going to, it's going to become even harder. As they have these things pop up, you have to change your culture and giving uh, somebody $90 million parachute. I don't know if that's always uh, the best uh, yeah. the best of uh, answers.
1: You know, by the way, I'll mention that, you know, social media gets a lot of slack and, and deservedly so in many cases. But I think I think this sort of indi- individual empowerment and group empowerment is happening only because we have social media. I don't think that any of these things would have the prominence that they do without yeah. people having a voice that they did, that they never had before with social media.
0: Transparency. There's no question. They, there's a new form of transparency there. There are the pros and cons of social media. right? And being able to, from the standpoint, uh, surface problems that uh, have, have been happening for years, probably decades, but also on the other hand, the ability to falsely influence somebody with a bunch of bullshit that never happened. So, I mean, it's it's going to be our job to be able to do better from a research standpoint. When you see a company is going through, let's say, for instance, you see a story or quote unquote, you you think of the story, do your research. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. Make sure that it's 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 real first. But again, you're right. From a transparency
1: standpoint, there's much more information coming out. And you as a company get to deal with it and it affects recruiting and retention. Amen. <laughs> Um, Handshake this week. Uh, a lot of people don't know Handshake. Um, I didn't know about them until probably mm-hmm. eight months ago or so. Um, raised $40 million this week. Uh, they raised them for the likes of... Um, uh zuckerberg's fund he and his wife i believe chan zuckerberg have a fund uh the guy that founded ebay has a a venture fund so they they've both donated money or invested money sorry not donated um uh, the company now has about a 300 million dollar valuation uh for those who don't know it's essentially a, a software that colleges use for their students to connect with employers um, what I think is unique about it is they have um, mm-hmm. Glassdoor-type review uh, reviews on these sites. They're behind sort of a walled garden, so only interns or college students can see these reviews. Yeah. Um, whereas if you go to Glassdoor, indeed now, it's really, it's difficult to segment just interns. So this is sort of a neat way to do that. And they also have a system where you can, um, give a review anonymously, or you can choose to sign your name to the review, which I think, I think is good. And I think, um, you'd probably be surprised by how many, uh, they're all good, obviously, but how many interns will put their name to a review and don't have to be anonymous all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, remember the days of job track. Do you remember, remember that? Um, I do remember Job Track, but I can't say I was an expert on what they did.
0: College recruiting, I mean, that's what it was. And then Monster bought it, and they fucked it all up. Um, they called it Monster Track. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. The handshakes of the world, and and the domain is joinhandshake dot com. They, uh, they've really gone through a, a metamorphosis per se of really just being a. Job board equipped with uh, interview scheduling, kind of a platform. An employer would come in, post a job, and then they would go. If they were coming on site, on campus, to do any types of interviews or what have you, they could use the interview scheduling system to be able to do that. And 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 there were some some other uh, functionality that that uh, that was available too. I think today and, and you start to see with some of these newer platforms uh, it's it's much more robust from a from a feature standpoint. And it's easier to do that because Mm -hmm. again, you're building from the ground up now versus something that is 20, you know, 10 to 20 years old. So it's interesting. What do you think they're going to do with this 40 million
1: freaking dollars? Um, Probably uh, what it said is they're going to try to get into more companies. I mean, I think they've done a good job with getting into colleges. Um, And obviously if the colleges are on board, then they've got the students, which is a nice, you know, a nice byproduct of that. So now they have to get more companies using uh, using the service. I will say, if we're going, you know, historically on things like this, I think that. Um When the economy is great, Uh these college recruiting sites do very well because companies need these folks, need these students to come right out of college and join the workforce. Right, right. When the economy is in the shitter, no one seems to care as much about college recruiting. Now, there's always, you know, outliers, right? There's always Mm -hmm. MIT and things like that. But on a grand scale college recruiting takes a little break when recessions hit and, and economies get bad. So yeah. I think Handshake is doing well right now, partly because of the economy, but when things go badly, we'll see if Handshake can weather the storm and, and come out the other side.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're going to spend some of this money where you, you said they have the colleges. They really don't have the colleges. They have the college career centers. And the college career centers don't represent, in in many cases, the lion's share of the individuals who are actually looking for jobs. Um, back in the day before the internet. Um, Yeah, the College Career Center was the place to go because where the hell else would you go to try to uh, internships? But now it's much easier. They can bypass the College Career Center. So yeah, having those relationships with the College Career Center is huge. There's no question there. But you also have to spend money to try to hit that in some cases, line share of those college students who are not going to go through the college career center. So that's but through their different colleges. So I think they're gonna, they're going to have to invest in being able to shore up those types of relationships even more to ensure that they're getting the talent in.
1: Because uh, that's, I mean, that's their product, right? Do you remember going to the library on Sunday and looking at multiple cities, newspapers, (laughs) and looking at job postings, five-line postings, and then applying to those jobs through the mail? Yeah, or fax. How long ago does that sound? (laughs) How antiquated does that sound? (laughs) Holy yeah, shit. It's, it's going to Kinko's and getting your resume printed on really nice paper <laughs> and actually like typing out a cover yep. letter. Uh, using, using a man. typewriter?
0: Is that what you did? Um I had a word
1: processor <laughs> in college. But yeah, I mean, oh, you did yeah. that shit. Like a custom typed envelope where you yeah. actually signed your name or letter signed your name. Anyway, thank God those days are are gone, man, because that sucked. Connectivity really sucked back. Then. Not to mention, I think from a
0: recruiter standpoint, trying to go through all that shit would, would really suck versus the technologies that are available today. Even the ones, the, the newer technologies, a lot of the startups... Uh, that that'll just automatically go through those hundreds of resumes and just kind of get it down to the qualified ones and push those into your inbox. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely an entirely different world, but the coolest thing is we have been able to live through that and through the whole Moore's law theory of watching things um, just progress. So, so quickly, our kids haven't had that opportunity. So, you know, uh, it's, it's really interesting. They don't understand how a lot of this actually came to fruition
1: but we watched the entire thing. Oh, we're going to be telling stories 30, 40 years <laughs> from now about. Anyway, in summary, we're old and getting older. But you know what isn't old is job Ad X's technology. Let's hear from them real quick. And we'll talk a little bit Facebook and mm-hmm. LinkedIn.
2: As the best ad tool in the industry, JobAdX has been providing job board publishers, direct employers, agencies, RPOs, and staffing firms dynamic job bidding and real-time ad delivery through our programmatic job advertising exchange. When we started, we described JobAdX as AdSense for jobs. Now, we offer much more with Switchboard and LiveAlert, completing our full suite of dynamic programmatic advertising tools with the best of consumer ad tech. Switchboard offers our dynamic technologies to all partner job board feed management. And LiveAlert eliminates latency and expired job ads via email. For more information about any of our ad solutions, please reach out to us at joinus at jobadx.com. That's join us at J-O-V-A-D-X.com. Job JobAdX, the best ad tool providing smarter programmatic for all your advertising needs.
0: Ah,
1: the best. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh.
1: facebook facebook continuing to be serious about employment that's what they say new evidence new evidence uh leaked out this week uh, that they announced to some of their bigger uh, companies, mm-hmm. c- customers. I think in this case, it was Walmart who uh, who leaked it. Um, Facebook is apparently launching a separate URL called workplace.com, mm-hmm. where they're, currently their messaging system, their Slack competitor, will sort of be an offering on that. But I... I just have to think if they're serious enough to launch their own sort of domain around this, that they're getting really serious about solutions for the enterprise.
0: Yeah, I I think they need to, to move away from the Facebook brand, which isn't the greatest brand at this point. Uh, number one and, and to be able to make it more seem at least uh, like it's going to be viable as opposed to just something that Facebook's thinking about uh, so yeah I think I think changing uh, the the URL is 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 big um, but we're gonna have to see how this how this really affects the the product itself you know and and will it actually be, more safe uh will it be something that companies uh
1: engage with and uh and start to implement and by the way wouldn't a separate domain um work really nicely with a an acquisition (laughs) (laughs) zip recruiter um they could buy they could they could buy an existing service you know move it over to workplace.com powered by facebook um and really crush it i think so uh you know I'm speculating, but it would work really nicely if they did that. Backing up a little bit, I think ZipRecruiter is so
0: ripe at this point for a big company, and I think Facebook is ripe at the same time to be able to put something like that together. There's I mean there's no question where Zip's going and where they're going quickly. They're doing it better than anybody else that we're seeing in the industry right now. You know, they they are not a job board. They are more of a programmatic outreach kind of tool and one-click uh, apply kind of SMB, where Facebook has been and where they have been focusing on the SMB side of the house, this is a perfect start for them uh, and we provide them core technology mm-hmm. and business and pretty much a business model they could kick ass with.
1: I think it's fair to say that ZipRecruiter has at least brought brought a pistol to the gunfight. Yeah, yeah, unlike <laughs> Although someone with a uh, with a howitzer uh, is LinkedIn, <laughs> and uh, you, there was a post this week that caught your attention that I fully disagree with. So, why don't you lay the table, set the table for what you like about uh, this opinion?
0: Yeah, I just like it because it was different than yours. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Holland McHugh, uh, she does some pretty good stuff. She put herself out there. She said, yes, I'm an optimist, and you might think I'm full of shit. She, I'm paraphrasing. Um, but uh, the top 1%, and this is f- through her blog and through what she's seeing from uh, the LinkedIn blog, the top 1% on LinkedIn, the Richard Bransons of the world, were getting all the algorithm love, right? And LinkedIn finally understands the trickle-down effect for the 1% just doesn't work. Right. So LinkedIn understands that the regular users like schmucks like you and me, yep. um, we uh, when we receive more likes, we uh, we engage more and we actually push more content out there. Because, again, you know, it releases those those chemicals in the brain. Oh, they like us. So. Um, sure. So, yeah, this was uh, this was Holland's take on it after reading some of the propaganda that LinkedIn was putting out. But, you know, I mean. Why the hell not? It does make sense. Why push all the one percenters shit out there and make us all feel like, you know, we're, uh, we're looking up at the ivory tower as opposed to
1: feel like we're at the party in the ivory tower. Okay. So I I feel like we're probably in more agreement than not. Um, I I just, I feel that the algos are not defaulting to giving your content, like a lot of exposure just because you put it Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Um, In other words, uh, the video example that we talked about, like you and I did a quick video at a party and it, it got way more views than it deserved and way more views than we thought it would. And part of that I think is because LinkedIn wanted to push its, its video solution. Yeah, it wanted to like get people energized around doing it. Like, holy shit, I put a video up and I got a bunch of views over time. That's going to wear on people. Like this is just a dumb video. Why am I seeing all these videos? So if it's good quality, if people do like it and share it, then yes, you're going to get some really nice exposure and engagement on LinkedIn, especially for people like us who want to be in front of recruiters and employers who, who let's admit it, yeah, are on LinkedIn. Um, if we were if we were nurses, we would not be <laughs> saying LinkedIn was the place to be, but we are in the recruiting business, so it's obviously going to get uh, responses when we talk about you know Monster, you know. revenue is decreasing or so-and-so acquired so-and-so. Like That's going to get a lot of attention engagement, partly because of the audience that we're in. But if if we're still posting crappy stuff, um, I believe the algorithm is going to, just like it did on Facebook and anywhere else, just start pushing that out of view because no one cares. But when people care about what you post about, you're going to get engagement. Um, I do agree with that. So- we're kind of in more agreement than not. I think what uh, what Holland's talking about is is content that does mm-hmm. engage, and it's good good solid content, not just you know we're throwing stuff up there, just throwing up a blog post on LinkedIn because it's getting viewed, or we're just throwing up a video because it's getting viewed. It actually has to be good.
0: With these new algorithms, though, and if they do flip it for the the ninety nine percent getting more perspective views and whatnot um, or more engagement, then they're going to have to LinkedIn is going to have to worry about the same shit that Facebook's going through with this fake news, kind of make your own shit up kind of meme situation that they're in right now, because people love the hell out of that, but it's still bullshit. It's still lies, right? They still love it. So Yeah, LinkedIn. I mean, if you do flip it, there could be some unintended consequences around that where people are liking a bunch of
1: shit that is just totally false. And LinkedIn benefits from the fact that most of its users, particularly the ones that are engaged, are, let's be honest, smarter than the average user that's on Facebook. And so, fake news has less of a chance to get through on LinkedIn than it does on Facebook. You're, you're giving you're giving way too much credit to the human race. I think that's bullshit. I think <laughs> I think
0: at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the reason why we have a president who's a, a TV show president is mm-hmm. because people who are working every day don't get enough time with their Maury Povich and their Jerry Springer or what have you, right? So they don't get that. So now that they get it during the news time. So I think we're giving way too much credit to the human race. Are there smart people out there that can do research and get through that? Yes. Um, but uh, it, it hasn't been proven yet.
1: So you don't think on average that the LinkedIn user is more educated than the average Facebook or Twitter user? Education has
0: nothing <laughs> to do with it. People are engaging with these things because it's hitting something inside of them, right? It's triggering something inside of them. has nothing to do with their fucking education. Now, if they take the time and they want to go the next step to actually see if this is true or not, that's entirely different. But being educated and having
1: triggers has nothing to do with being uneducated and having triggers. I think you've been reading circa 2118 too much and have (laughs) way… way too little confidence in the human race so uh, if you want to join Chad and 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 enjoy the doom and gloom of robotics and automation taking everything over, read circuit 2118.
0: I'm saying be careful people do your research and don't post <laughs> stupid shit. That's what I'm saying
1: forever I mean PT Barnum famously said you know there's a sucker born every minute and that was in the 1800s like we've been dumb forever yes we will continue to be dumb anyway it's amazing. <laughs> but who's not dumb is our sponsor, Canvas, and their super smart technology. Yes. Uh, let's hear from them and and uh, put this show out of its misery and talk about <laughs> eHarmony and the ladders.
2: Canvas is the world's first intelligent text based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human—that's you at the center while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io, and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent
1: speaking of, speaking of dumb i feel like i feel like the the last sponsor ad yeah. is the best one because we save the dumbest stories for last so sometimes i think people just fast forward to the end and listen to that final ad and then the stupid stuff we talk about at the end so i think with canvas
0: the humans will be able to save so much more time. They can take that time to watch Maury Povich and Jerry Springer and get their fill. And then we don't have to worry about all this shit
1: on, on social media. And your ability to text fake news <laughs> to mass quantities of people. No. Is that much easier it's not how with camps That's not, <laughs> not how. And it works. throw in it. Make sure you throw in a bit moji when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, so what were we talking about first here? E Harmony sells for 85 million to a, uh, a German company. And we thought not only that news, but it was a good time to revisit. Uh, elevated Careers, which was eHarmony's eHarmony for Jobs. Yeah, just suck. Um, and Candidate.Guru, who acquired them um, when they did, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know, over a year ago, yeah. right? Easily over a year yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, so eHarmony selling for $85 million. Any comments on that? It seems like a low price tag. I mean, I thought, it seems really low. I thought dating
0: was like the shit, and there was so much engagement, and there was so much revenue. And I mean, it just... Eighty-five million. So they sold to a German uh, broadcasting company, I believe, called ProSieben, mm-hmm. um, and they're just going to merge eHarmony with their current dating app called uh, Parship Elite. So
1: I mean, it's it's kind of like eHarmony really is dying. Eighty-five is ridiculously low. I, I bet crazy. I bet a, I bet from like two thousand, like when they launched, to yeah. uh, like a year ago. Mm-hmm the amount of advertising that they've done with that goofy founder <laughs> on the ads which was not inspiring anyone to date but anyway he's on these ads i bet they spent 85 million a year on ads easy over that time and now to sell for 85 million i mean this just shows again you know people just want to swipe left and right do they don't want to like fill out a form and a profile, and maybe that speaks to employment as well. Yeah, people don't want to work for this stuff. Um, and in 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 eHarmony's e, e case, you might actually have sex. We're not even talking about filling out a resume yeah. or some lengthy assessment. You know, test. Mm-hmm. What's at the end of that swipe?
0: That's what uh, people are really caring about. But yeah, eHarmony, eighty-five million dollars,
1: ridiculously low. I mean, just crazy, ridiculously low. Crazy, ridiculously low. And by the way, remember, Facebook is getting into this dating game, too. So eHarmony may have thought, well, you know, Tinder, Tinder took away how much value from our company? How much is Facebook going to take away from our company? We better sell as soon as possible to get as much as we can. But elevated careers, let's revisit them real quickly. Uh mm-hmm. Candidate.guru was really big on... The, the acquisition uh, there's an interview somewhere in our archives with yeah. their with their CEO or founder Steve yeah yeah Steve and um, I it, they've been pretty silent. since the initial acquisition Uh Um, we visited their website today Um, they've had no press releases anytime in the past year that i've seen there's been no new features or technology Uh, we visited the site the the most recent blog post is from may um i don't know i don't know it's not a good sign from where i sit that the acquisition took place or what that they're doing anything with it
0: yeah, they pivoted into, into something entirely different. I mean, the site looks good, it's nice, it's polished, but still, is
1: that just new lipstick on the pig? It might be. We'll keep our eye on on that. Speaking of uh, press releases that come across my desk, uh, this one caught my attention. Oh, God. Um, I'll read you the headline and the subhead to get you titillated and excited. <laughs> Ladders, Ladders, who we know, uh, Ladders announces <laughs> new, quote, Tap to call, spelled T-A-P, the number two, so you know it's good. C-A-L-L, end quote. Feature that allows recruiters to instantly connect with job candidates from their profiles. Holy crap. Talk about innovation. Uh, Subhead reads, this one-of-a-kind mobile feature gives recruiters the option to call candidates immediately from Ladder's mobile site with, get this, a single tap. Holy cow. Talk about progressive. Okay. Stop. Okay. Stop.
0: Okay. Stop. So let, let me make this point again about ladders. I've made it before in other podcasts, mainly about how bad their branding is. I mean, remember ladders used to be known as what? The ladders. The ladders. Right. Right. And why was that? Because they bought the URL, theladders.com, Right. And then they backed off to just ladders. So guess what's on ladders.com? Uh, not ladders. A ladder company. No <laughs> shit, right? So it's like it's the stupidest thing you could ever do in the world. You you spend all this money for the ladders to be able to brand it, and and, and then you back it off, and you don't even have the domain to be able to do what you need. It, that, okay, that, that just is a framing of how stupid this fucking company is. Frame it, brother. Tap to call... Every mobile phone enabled <laughs> this specific technology and connectivity about five years ago. I mean, I I, can, I don't need tap to call to be able to do that already. And I haven't had to for years on my Android and I'm sure on the iPhone as well. So how much money did their developers
1: actually spend in putting something like this Together, this is innovation, man. I don't know what you're talking about. What what I think is funny is I think it was last week or recently we 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 sort of poked fun at Career Builder and Monster because the stuff LinkedIn and Google are launching is like crazy cool and intelligent. And Career Builder and Monster's answer to that is like resume jobs, Instagram for jobs, or (laughs) augmented reality. To point my phone down a, a main street and see, yeah. oh, wow, Starbucks is hiring. Who knew? Yeah. Um, what If we're making fun of CareerBuilder and Monster, what the hell is tap to call? That's like, yeah. that's so bad. For, and the fact that you're putting out a press release yeah. saying that this is like once in a generation technology just shows you like how bad things must be at the ladders. Oh, excuse me, at ladders. Yeah, 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 at
0: ladders. So all of our listeners out there, when Joel and I were setting up the show, we had to talk about this because it was so fucking stupid. And for everybody that's out there from a vendor standpoint, this is your key. If... You are not truly going to impact something in the recruiting industry. Do not put a press release out and don't make it look like it's a feature that is the first ever. Because guess
1: what? This is the stupidest shit that we've seen in a while. <laughs> By the way, dude, we have some live footage from uh, Ladder's IT department. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, God. We out? We out. Thank God. No shit.
2: Hi, I'm Tristan. Thanks for listening to my stepdad, the Chad, and his goofy friend, Cheese. You've been listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on all the knowledge dropping that's happening up in here. They made me say that. The most important part is to check out our sponsors because I need new track spikes. You know, the expensive shiny gold pair that are extra because, well, I'm extra. For more, visit chatcheese.com.
0: How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology.